why does this Telegram channel exist? Ukrainian people want to make Ukraine a developed country, but many are frustrated that the educational system in Ukraine does not give them practical modern skills. Without practical modern skills, it is difficult to find a great job and impossible to create successful projects that change the future of Ukraine. After interviewing hundreds of interesting Ukrainian people on the Kiev Future podcast, I noticed something. Many guests have great practical skills they're using every day for their success. By giving them the opportunity to share their skills, all Ukrainians will be empowered to have a better life. Therefore, the goal of this volunteer Telegram channel is to create three types of free Telegram events. Practical modern skill workshops. Two, language learning presentations with focus on English. Three, cultural, culture and poetry events to enrich the soul. We are building a community here. We will support each other. And because of this pandemic, we all need community encouragement and empowerment more than ever if you are attending this event then you are special and you know yourself correct you truly belong to the kiev future society because we are people who are always developing ourselves so now it's your turn share this volunteer telegram channel with all your friends and if you'd like to participate and be a speaker or to suggest a topic or to ask a question, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future because when every Ukrainian gets access to these modern practical skills, they will have hope for a positive future. They will take care of their families better. They will become leaders in their community and they will have the skills needed to create the projects that will impact the future of Ukraine. This is the mission of the Kiev Future Society. We are changing the world because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do, like Lisa. Lisa, can you give a small brief description of why Tech Ukraine? What does it do? What is some of your vision for it? And then I will explain the purpose of this today's conversation. Okay, so hi everyone again. My name is Liza and I am a president of YTech Chapter Ukraine. Uh, so YTech stands for Women in Technology and we are a really young organization in Ukraine. But actually YTech is really well known globally. It was founded uh, actually in Philippines by Audrey B. Uh, and after that, um, they have become like about 16 different chapters in 16 different countries around the world. So YTech Ukraine was founded um, at the 8th of March, if I'm not wrong. So it is pretty special day for all women around the world. And uh, uh, we are a very first European chapter. So I'm really proud of it, actually. So our main mission is to uh, help and support young girls and women who are really desire to develop themselves in technologies and other STEM industries. 
we really uh, desire to fight all gender stereotypes and uh, to fight a gender gap that really exists in this area. So uh, our organization is uh, open to everybody who uh, can relate to uh, some of these issues. And we will be really happy to uh, help as much young women in Ukraine as possible because uh, we all know that gender stereotypes is a really big problem now in the world. So we really want to do this. And really want, as he said, as sad as this, we're really um, like we're insane because we really would like to change the world. Thank you very much. And even before we speak more about white tech, this is something you mentioned that, of course, there are many great people who are excited about white tech, and you're looking for people to be part of your team people who are motivated, serious, and will really be the great push that will make the change when it comes to the gender stereotypes or the situation of women in technology in Ukraine, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I will tell you something about the funnels, and it's a way for you to know who are the best people and it's more about using the Pareto principle. So I think you have 50 now, 50 followers almost on Instagram. And I will explain it to you with this channel. So the Kiev Future Society, it has almost 200 people, correct? So when you ask people to move in engagement and do something, each next step, on average, the best practices is that 20 people will do the next step. And those people are the most highly motivated among the group. So the example of this channel, let's say there are 200 people, so the math is easy. Then the next level of engagement is not just to be a member of this channel, it's to listen, for example, to the recording, which is easier than attending the live, then the best practices will say 40 people or 20% of the 200 are people who will be participating in listening to the audios. Those are highly motivated. And then when I ask for them to attend live, that is a higher level of investment or engagement. And it means among the people who are motivated enough to watch and listen to the recordings, there will be about 20% who will be attending every live event that is scheduled. This one is impromptu. It doesn't count because I just jumped on it. And that means that on average, I expect eight people to attend the live events. What does this mean? If I wanted to create a team, those eight people are the best people possible. They're highly motivated. They're not indifferent or just having fun, because I remember you mentioned something about that. And therefore, those people are like the best of the best and highest engagement. First, is this something, okay, do you want to ask me a bit more about what I explained now? And then I will relate it to 
the situation of Y-Tech. Lisa, do you have any question? Or Lena as well. Um, everything is clear to me and I uh, really agree with you about this eight people who will be most motivating ones. So, yeah. Okay. So to you, there are two amazing, incredible people who you can meet and get to, for example, from Y-Tech or from your own followers, there will be a percentage of them. Then if you need to create that next engagement that is not too easy, like just uh, checking out the picture and clicking like or something like that. Let's say you have 100 followers. If you make a live event, instead of asking everyone, do you want to, to be a volunteer or a member of the team, you will end up with a mix of great people and people not so great. Instead of wasting time, you need to create the parts of the next engagement that will bring to you the best people. Do you know, like in job search and resumes, sometimes they say, oh, you need to write a three page thing and you need to send it specifically to this email with this address. Why? Because 80% of the people will not do it correctly. Those are not serious, but 20% will be serious and therefore they don't need to read all the CVs that can read less. So in your situation, your members, if you can create some normal event, like a video live stream or something where people can join to learn more about you, then if you have 45 people, about 10 will attend from your own channel. Of course, your members can use in their own social media. But between those people who are the 10 people who will attend, in the end, you can ask them from the beginning, we are looking for volunteers. And from those, you will find two incredible people who will be great for your team. So my advice is instead of uh, directly saying, oh, we're looking for volunteers to everyone in the world, try to have some kind of event or have like a small booklet that they have that people can read more about you. And in the end, you can say, oh, and if you want to be a volunteer, please send an email to this. You will get less people, but the people you get will be very, very serious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can relate to your ideas because actually uh, me and my team, we were planning and actually we are planning now our very first YTech event. Uh, where we will share a bit more about our organization with Ukrainian youth because, as I said, we are really young and not like um, many people in Ukraine know about our organization. So thank you so much for such a good advice. You're welcome. And for example, here, Lena is a superstar and Dennis Bogomaz too. But Lena, she's always there. She's amazing. Hello, Lena. And Lisa. Then I have a question though about YTech, because if I think in a marketing mind, what is different about the way YTech approaches the gender problem stereotype in technology in Ukraine that is different to other organizations who might be working for it, whether like women in code or girls in code, etc. What is different? Because in when you are an organization, it's really difficult 
to succeed unless you find something that makes you really unique and different. And I would like to explore that with you. Do you have such an idea or we can speak and brainstorm a little bit about it? Uh, well, so um, our like main mission is to, like we have three missions. The first one is to inspire one, young girls. Another one is to teach them. And the another one is to empower them. So uh, to start with inspiration, like we will uh, host different events where we'll uh, talk with us young girls, not like them uh, as guests will listen to us. We will have uh, discussions or something like this when where we can hear uh, about their problems and we can solve them together. Uh, and with these uh, small events or workshops, uh, we have an idea to show young girls that everything is possible and you don't need to be afraid of being just yourself. Uh, by another one teaching, we are also working on hosting some bigger events where uh, we're not just uh, like we'll be talking, we'll be actually doing a real thing. We will learn how to code something or we will learn some more about math uh, like in practice, we will uh, we will invite some uh, really professional teachers who will uh, teach all these young girls who, for example, uh, really would like to um, develop themselves in STEM industry, but maybe they don't have enough resources, or they live in small towns and they don't have uh, a really good teacher for that. And another one, Empower, we really would like to show, as I said before, to show young girls that everything is possible and um, any gender stereotypes or uh, any anybody's opinion shouldn't stop you of like achieving your goal or uh, coming to your dream. And yeah, I guess it's something that will will really make us different from other organizations. But like, I also uh, have an idea of not separating us from other uh, girls supporting organizations because like we have the same aim. So it is really important to uh, not separate ourselves, but uh, fight for the idea together. And maybe this will really bring greater changes. So. Yeah, I think so. Thank you. And yes, you don't separate, but differentiating. Can you be maybe more specialized into girls in smaller towns who don't have access to great teachers? That can be a point of both. You support the organizations by being the specialists in girls from uh, places that can have less advantages. And it can be your uniqueness. Do you know what I mean? Does this something that could resonate and sound good to you? Or is it very important to be both uh, involved with girls from big towns and cities as well as a small? Because really, I'm trying here. If you don't differentiate yourself, the brain needs contrast and difference. And therefore, it will think, oh, well, I heard of another organization before them 
these sound like they're just copying what others are doing and therefore you don't get that respect and um, you don't get that success that you deserve but if you say we support all other girl organizations but we have this difference or this specialty that can give you more of the uniqueness one of the ways it can be that you're more practical oriented therefore you don't just give presentations you do workshops and the people you have discussions forums instead of speeches and presentations but even better because that can be you can say we specialize in those little girls that are in smaller towns and they don't get those great teachers and we bring them to them then even when you look for sponsors this is a message that will resonate with our heart rather than saying we help all girls because of gender stereotype it's wonderful but they think well there are other bigger organizations that we can donate to or support who are already doing that you know what i mean would this be a kind of uniqueness that you have where your first priority is girls from smaller towns who wouldn't have as much success without your help and the events are focused on such girls is this possible and what are your thoughts yeah i think it's definitely might be possible uh a really great example is like a main chapter uh in philippines because these girls um like this uh, their organization were uh, set up before coronavirus and all this quarantine stuff so it was possible to organize offline events and uh, um like they um they were traveling to a really small towns and really small schools and printing with them um like more professional gadgets where students of the schools uh, had a possibility to learn how to code something or something like this. And uh, actually, we are, will be all really happy if the situation in Ukraine with coronavirus uh, will help us. And like, we will be able to, uh, to do some offline events. For example, we were even talking about studying with our own schools. Like I live in uh, like not a big city. Uh, so it might be a really good idea to however like maybe not a first event but um like to start with some kind of offline events but like do them more locally so maybe with this thing will like involve more students in our own uh, cities and towns so we can make like a greater uh family of white ukraine i love that so listen to this because it's relevant to you since you're from a smaller town and going to a big city can give you more success. You can say this, that, you know, all the advantages in Ukraine go to people who are in the bigger cities, but in many ways, the largest majority of those who live in Ukraine are in smaller towns and outside of the biggest top five cities in Ukraine. And those little girls, they want respect, they want a good future, and they want to be treated equally and well when it comes to the future domain of coding, programming, and development. 
And therefore, you as a girl from a smaller city who noticed that lack of opportunity, you had their experience and then you were able to be elected the president of YTech Ukraine because of your hard work and because of the initiatives you take and that you're someone really special. You are, are on a mission to help those little girls through three things specifically. And you will speak about the practical way you will give them a, a you will give them the ability to have conversations and to share their perspectives and what they want so that you help them get what they want, that you will bring professional teachers who normally those girls cannot get access to, and you will empower them in every way so that the gender stereotype, because even those girls could work in their small town instead of feeling that they need to go somewhere else to not experience that stereotype in tech. And therefore, when this happens, if this doesn't happen, then those little girls will have limited opportunities and Ukraine will have somewhat of a limited ability to benefit from the brains and the capacities of so many little girls living in small towns and villages. But because of YTech Ukraine, those little girls will have the possibility, the power, the belief and the respect that they deserve. And therefore, each person will add their brain instead of brain drain. It will be like brain growth in Ukraine through YTech Ukraine, where the little girls will be coding. They will be making money for their families. They can even choose if they wish to stay in their small towns, spend their money there, where their economy will grow more. More people will stay in small towns rather than immigrate to the harsh life of the big cities where they're away from their families. And therefore, everyone will prosper everywhere in Ukraine, helping the unity of Ukraine coming together because there won't be parts that have good advantages as parts that don't have good advantages. And all this because of YTech Ukraine and the focus on empowering the little girls from the smaller parts. And it is all for the best of Ukraine, of its future, and of them having a happier life where they can go to a big city because they choose or stay in their small town because they choose, not because they have to, because there are no opportunities outside of Kiev, Kharkiv, Odessa, Lviv, etc. How does this sound to you? sounds really good like thank you so much for your advice uh i feel that we really can uh think more about it with our team and discuss more like uh future our um, opportunities on how to organize offline events uh, in our own schools in our cities because in our team there are also a lot of girls who are not from big cities, so it might be really relatable to everyone from us. Thank you very much. It was really a pleasure to speak with you. And please share about the YTech social media where people can learn more. Maybe where can they follow to learn more about the next coming event so that they can join if they wish. And I'll make sure to write it in the podcast and to put this also in the podcast. Uh, well, so um, you can follow us on our Instagram and we're also now developing our 
a Facebook account, so I'll just uh, leave this uh, the link to it. So our uh, Instagram account nickname is uh, ytech.ukraine. And there you can see all our updates and really soon we'll be organizing our very first event and then we'll have our uh, first ever team recruitment. So all of you can join our team. Thank you very much. And Lina, do you have any questions or comments? Uh, I have one comment that I have jumped here unexpectedly and I love the idea of the project and I uh, hope to join this girls team. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're always so enthusiastic, full of life and following the energy to share more good energy in the world. And I thank you for that. And Ukraine should have that energy, not Poland. <laughs> well, <laughs> and goodbye to everyone.